Hello, and welcome to the Magnetically You podcast. I'm your host, Madison Zerdyke. I'm a mindset and energy coach here to help you feel your freaking best and manifest a life full of magic, miracles, and abundance. I know that whatever led you here did not happen by coincidence. So I am so excited and grateful to have you here. So let's let the magic begin. Hi, and welcome back to the Magnetically You podcast. It has, feels like it's been probably about a month since I've recorded an episode, maybe longer, but I'm so excited. I have a really, really, really great episode to share with you today. It's something that has really become a guiding light in my everyday life and even moment to moment that has just really transformed my experience of alignment and flow and ease and really surrendering and allowing life to unfold in more beautiful ways than my mind thinks it can predict or control sometimes. So this episode is all about when to let go and flow. So if you've kind of been feeling like you're bumping up resistance or like forcing or pushing or something's just not flowing, whether it's your career or a relationship or money or your health or something is just like feeling very like forced or even like different small moments of things feeling like forced. I'm going to be talking about how to really shift that, how to let go, how to flow and how to open your energy more so that you don't feel like you're trying to like squeeze yourself on this narrow path. And you actually are open to everything and the infinite path so that you don't feel caged in a bird cage and you feel free to fly and free to soar. And it's ultimately a shift in, in your energy and your perspective and in the now direction that you're taking. So oftentimes the mind has an idea of the now direction we should be taking. And sometimes that feels against the flow. So we're going to be talking all about how to recognize when you're kind of going against the flow, going upstream, going against the current and how to like get back in tune, back in sync so that it does feel more flowing, more easeful, more relaxed. And This doesn't mean that you just have to like, let go and like, oh, let's just see what the fuck terrible shit happens to me. Like, no, that is what I would call disempowered surrender or fake surrender or the mind version of surrender. But true surrender is, is an allowing it's an openness and it's a saying yes to what unfolds. And like I was saying at the beginning, oftentimes what unfolds is so much better than our mind could have predicted or controlled. So Before we get into it, since it's been a while, I just wanted to catch up with you guys and share what's been going on with me and yeah, what's been going on. So right after Thanksgiving, I was sick for literally like three weeks. It was not (laughs) fun, but I feel like the cool thing about the benefit, I guess you could say on the aftermath of being sick is like the contrast is so wonderful and it feels extra good to feel good. And there is a sense of rebirth that that comes and it definitely felt like a rebirth. It felt like 
a time of going like really inward, releasing a lot, letting go of a lot, having a lot of resistance come up and then letting that go, having a lot of resistance come up and then letting that go and just surrendering over and over and over and over, which is kind of funny now that I'm like, "Mm, that definitely relates to today's podcast, which definitely is related to surrendering. So that happened. And then we went to Trevor's hometown in Illinois for Christmas, which was fun and beautiful and all the things. And we were on one of the Southwest flights that got canceled, which I'm going to tell a great story about that in a little bit, but we ended up yeah, driving home 12 hours and then we had a new year's party. So it's just been kind of like a, yeah, very interesting last like month and a half of being like sick for three weeks and then just having like a whirlwind of three weeks with travel and family and canceled flights and new plans and change of plans and our new year's party. But I'm excited. It it feels different going into this new year than any other new year because I feel so sturdy and stable and solid and whole in my experience more than ever before that I don't feel any need to strive or to chase or to be like, what am I manifesting this year? And like journal for a hundred hours and a hundred days on (laughs) everything I'm letting go of and reflecting and releasing and all the things I'm calling in and specific like manifestations and goals. And I'm totally not saying that's wrong because I've totally done my fair share of that. And it was so aligning at the time and all those previous years I did it. Like I wanted to do it. It was, it was fun. It felt like the thing to do. And this year, what feels like the thing to do is nothing (laughs) and just nothing in the sense of not all of those things that I used to do. Like, I just like nothing in me feels like it needs to journal about the previous year. Nothing in me feels like it needs to like make a list or a plan or whatever for what I'm going to do this year. And my, you know, deepest intention, you know, going into this year is just being open. And the more that I open, the more that I allow and just live from the present moment, live from the now moment, the more I find that I am so much more at peace, so much more happy and things actually flow a lot better and more beautifully than when my mind is mentally trying to come up with what it thinks things should be. So that's kind of been my vibe lately. And like, who knows, like I might feel like doing all of the things right about the new year next week or tomorrow or whatever, or I might not. And I'm just letting each now moment unfold as it unfolds. And I haven't felt called up until now to do that. It hasn't been the thing that flowed. And so I haven't, and I'm just allowing myself to do in each moment, what feels good. And that's really something I've anchored a lot into in 2022. And it has just completely transformed my experience of life. So anyways, now that I've rambled (laughs) on and off about my just life and updates, I'm excited to get into this episode. So the basis of this episode is this idea that my intuition or inner voice, whatever you want to call it, inner, inner wisdom gave me that was so profound and is since then, I think it was probably like a month ago, it truly has impacted my day to day, every single day experience, like since this wisdom came through and basically what my intuition told me, oh, it was actually, it was in my inner voice session. So in with a friend who also does inner voice sessions, we exchanged sessions and it was awesome because I haven't done a, 
I don't know, I guess you could say more formalized session in a while. And it just uh, reminded me like how it's so amazing because I can talk to my intuition and inner voice and receive that wisdom like on my own, kind of like all the time now, but to have that dedicated space and someone holding that space and someone else doing kind of like the guiding and the leading, and you can just sit back and listen and receive the wisdom and have that space held for you was just, oh, felt so good. So anyways, my intuition in that session, basically, I forget what it even was about in that specific session, but it basically said like, stop trying to squeeze through doggy doors and go through the open door. So whenever something feels like a doggy door or like the door is closed and you're trying to like bang it down, or it's like a tiny little like dog hole, like you're trying to like squeeze your like human body through it and contort yourself and wiggle yourself in and like force your way through and push your way through and like struggle your way through and pain your way through and squeeze into something where it's not quite fitting, not quite flowing. When you feel that coming up instead, like walk through the open door. And my intuition was like, there's always an open door. Like your mind is thinking, Oh, I have to go through the doggy door because it thinks the outcome that it wants is on the other side of the doggy door. And it thinks the doggy door is the only path there. And your intuition knows that there are infinite paths. And also sometimes there are greater unfoldings on the other side of other open doors that the mind would have never been able to predict or guess. And so that's really what this whole episode is about. When something isn't flowing to stop forcing, to stop trying to go through the doggy door, to pause and to, to ask yourself, what is the open door? And to kind of flow into what feels open rather than trying to force yourself into what feels closed. And the only reason that we think we have to go through the doggy door or to force or to push is because we think that's the only way. We think that's the only path. We think that's what we have to do. And we don't trust the unfolding. But when we practice trusting the unfolding, when we practice letting go of the forcing, when we practice letting go of the pushing, when we practice trusting our intuition and flowing with the doors that feel open, even when they don't make logical sense to the mind, or even when the mind's like, but I thought I was supposed to go this way. When we practice trusting, we realize that it almost always like works out at another time, or we don't even like want it anymore, or it's no longer needed or something better flows. Like what we thought was on the other side of that doggy door is often on the other side of the open door and so much better. And so I'm going to share, I have several stories and examples of how this has come up over the last few weeks for me that I think will be really, really helpful to help you kind of bring this into your your own life and start just playing with this and seeing what happens when you start becoming aware of the actions or the moments that start feeling like a doggy door. And when you pause and kind of lean into what is the open door in this moment and noticing how that flows for you. So this was actually a couple of months ago, my friend Jacqueline and I were trying to plan a new year's trip. We wanted to do new year's together with our husbands and we were talking about like, where do you want to go? What do you want to do? And like, I suggested a few things and she suggested a few things. And we just like, kind of weren't really flowing on the same page of where to go. And it was kind of feeling forced to plan a trip and to plan the dates and to figure out and come to a decision on where we were 
going and it just didn't feel like it was flowing. And I had this nudge, even though like we had agreed to go on a trip, I had this nudge that maybe they should just come visit us in DC. Like maybe we don't need to like travel. That's kind of feeling forced. It's not really flowing. Like it kind of feels so much more open to just stay here. So I asked her and she was like, oh yes, that feels like so good. And I was like, great. It feels so good for me too. So of course it was like aligning, clicked into place. And then what's really cool is, so this one, it's been enough time to where I've kind of like been able to see at least how some of things have unfolded since then to be able to share it with you. We didn't end up traveling for New Year's and we had them come here and they live like three hours away so they could drive. So we hadn't booked any flights And had we decided to travel, Trevor and I almost always like fly Southwest right now because we have the companion pass. So whenever I fly, he gets to fly with me for free. So like oftentimes it's kind of a no brainer because we manifest a free flight every time I fly anywhere. So if we would have planned a new year's trip, like we probably ended up having our flight canceled and wouldn't have been able to go and probably would have lost like who knows, like thousands of dollars on Airbnb or hotel or wherever we were going to stay and then have to, you know, deal with the logistics of like canceling and refiguring out a plan. And maybe we wouldn't even have gotten to see them on new year's (laughs) and instead we didn't have to deal with any of that. And so like once the whole like Southwest flight thing happened, I'm like, Oh my gosh, like now it makes sense. Now it makes sense. Why I had the nudge to not travel. It didn't make any since we had agreed on traveling. I love traveling. I didn't really want to be here in the cold. Like I wanted to go somewhere warm, like logically everything pointed to traveling, but intuitively something said, don't, (laughs) I'm so glad I listened. And the guidance was really, you know, going and trying to make it happen felt like a doggy door. (laughs) Whereas like just choosing to stay here felt like the open door. And it's like, wow, that open door, like led to a beautiful unfolding of things working out so wonderfully. And had we gone through the doggy door of forcing a trip when it wasn't flowing, it would have led to even more things we had to like force and sort out and more like stress and struggle and all of that. Also for New Year's, once we had decided we were staying here, I really wanted to decorate our apartment and get like balloons and like go all out and like really make it a really fun vibe and experience in our apartment for new year's. And I was like searching and searching and searching Amazon, starting to feel like it was a doggy divorce, trying to like force it. And it just like, wasn't ever feeling right. And I would go into my Amazon cart and like about to check out, but something was like keeping me from checking out. And I was like, these aren't fully right. They're not really the right colors. I don't really love them, but like, I probably should just buy them because so that they get here in time because I really want to have the decorations, right? Like my mind really wanted the certainty of knowing that I was going to get the decorations in time. But again, it wasn't flowing. It was feeling like a doggy door. So I was kind of just like, all right, fuck it. Like I'm done searching. I'm done like opening this Amazon cart like 20 times and then something not feeling right. Like I'm just going to like leave it alone. And a couple of days later, I had a ping to go to Target and check out what they had. And they literally had everything I wanted. It was like 
much more aligning to pick it out in person because I got to feel it and see it and have the whole experience. And it was better prices and better colors and better vibe and just like everything like unfolded perfectly because I was willing to like not force the doggy door of what my mind felt like was the guaranteed outcome that I wanted to get me the decorations and instead follow the open door, which the mind perceives as the unknown, but where also magical surprises unfold better than we would have known or predicted. Okay. I'm hoping these examples are resonating with you because I have a few more. And as I'm, as I'm sharing these, I want you to just like, kind of like, yep, see what intuitively comes up for you, feel into the themes that arise for you and feel into the experience of recognizing when something feels like a doggy door and choosing to step through the open door, because it's that awareness that is critical, right? As soon as you become aware, oh, wait, this feels like a doggy door. Then you have the awareness and freedom to choose. Whereas before you kind of just get lost in like the hamster wheel until you become aware, you don't really have the freedom of the choice, but as soon as you become aware, you have the freedom of choice. So allow these stories to help you deepen that awareness for yourself in your own life so that you can bring this into your experience. (laughs) So what else did I want to say? Oh yeah. So, okay. Another one is we wanted to go to Tulum, which we had been talking about for like a year since last year when we went and had the best fucking time ever. We've been talking about for my 30th birthday, we're going to Tulum for my 30th birthday. We're going to Tulum like over and over and over. So one of my best friends birthdays is also in February. And she was like, Hey, let's do a trip for our birthday. I'm like, okay, want to go to Tulum? Cause like secretly I was already planning on going and they were kind of like, hell yeah. Like let's do it. We found the Airbnb. Everything was ready to book. And then we realized, oh shit, our passports expire in January. And I had been postponing getting a new one because I was in the middle of my name change from getting married, yada, yada. So then we were like, okay, well, we can't book it. So, cause we don't have passports. So we'll order our passports. And if they come in time, we'll book the trip. If they don't, we'll just do it another time. So we ended up getting the passports back early, which was December 22nd. 2022. So just like the alignment of numbers was like magical and wonderful. So it felt like, oh my gosh, this is so right. We got the passports, like let's find another Airbnb and like, let's like book it, let's lock it in. And I started doing a lot of research, looking at the Airbnbs. None of them were feeling right. The prices didn't feel right. The vibes didn't feel right. The dates didn't feel right. And I kept like trying to make it work because last time I went to Tulum, I had the best time ever. And the mind loves to try to recreate and repeat its past alignments, thinking that it will squeeze the exact same juice out of it this time. And it doesn't always flow that way. Like what's meant to flow now will be the now flow. And then the then flow was the then flow. And it doesn't always mean it's going to be the same. So I kept trying to make it work because I had told my friend we were going to go that weekend, but I was just starting to feel like stressed and overwhelmed. And my mind was like going a thousand miles an hour. Like, should we book it? Should we not? Should we get this Airbnb? Should we get that one? Oh my God. Duh. But the dates and we're going to have just gotten back from Miami. And then we're going to go to Tulum like four days later. It's feeling really cramped, but we, I told my friend I would go, so we should go, but I don't want to go, but I need to go, but I want to go. Like my brain was like literally going crazy. And Trevor was like, 
I think you need to like get off Airbnb, like sit down, like take a breath, like chill. And as soon as I kind of like gave myself a little bit of space, I realized like, oh my God, this is like what my intuition told me is a doggy door. Like this is a doggy door. Like I don't have to do this. I don't have to suffer. I don't have to try to make it be something that it's not. I don't have to try to make it flow when it's not, I can let go. And so I asked myself like, what feels open? And what feels open was just to leave it alone and to not do anything. And my mind did not like that because it did not like the incompleteness and the unknown of that. And in my mind just wanted to get it done. So it knew it was booked and knew it was done. It knew it wouldn't have to like leave the friend hanging, but I just told her, I, I forget what I said, knowing me probably something like, yeah, you know what? Like, let's just like table it for now. Cause it doesn't feel like it's flowing. And then if it like, if, and when it's like flowing again, let's like revisit it. And she was like, totally fine. Like, yeah, like, let's just see what happens. So I'm just trusting, like, if we're meant to go, we'll go. If we're meant to do something else, something else will come. Like I'm just following each now open door and trusting will lead and recognizing whenever I'm trying to squeeze into a doggy door and kind of like backing off and leaning more into what feels more open. And as much as my mind resisted, like just kind of like leaving it just like letting it go. As soon as I did, it just felt so good. It's like, oh, like there's nothing that needs to be done. Nothing to figure out, nothing to do, nowhere to go until it feels like an open door that you can just like walk right through. And the last one is yesterday, 4.50. (laughs) I found a yoga class that I wanted to go to that started at 5 p.m. And it's like half a mile down the road and Trevor had our car at work. So I was going to have to walk. And I was like, I can like jump in my clothes in one minute and then be out the door in two minutes. I'm going to go. So I like put on my clothes. I like grab my yoga mat. It's like kind of feeling forced. I try to sign up, but the sign up for the class wasn't working. And I was like, Oh, fuck it. Like, I'll just hurry up and get there. And the teacher, like, I know her, like she'll let me in. And it was like, kind of just like frantic. And I like grabbed my yoga mat and I like walk out the door. And as I'm walking out the door, I look at my phone and I have a text from Trevor saying, Hey, do you want to go on a walk? And instantly I was like, it was like my sign to check in and pause. And instantly I was come over with this awareness of like, yeah, going, trying to go to yoga. I'm going to have to run there with my yoga van water bottle. and like, you know, in eight minutes, it's feeling like a doggy door. Like, and when Trevor, when I read the text saying, you want to go for a walk? I was like, oh, so I immediately, like, because I've been practicing this for the last month. And as you now know, I have like a zillion examples, um, and stories of how this has played out. I just knew like, okay, like when I try to squeeze through the doggy door, I just create more suffering and more pain and more annoyance. And it just isn't necessary because things work out better when I just take the open door. So I realized, okay, immediately when you text me, I'm like, yep, the open door is definitely going on the walk. So I turned myself back around, put my yoga stuff away and Trevor and I ended up going on a walk, which was beautiful and yeah, just super enjoyable. It didn't feel forced at all. Just felt like exactly what I was meant to be doing in that moment. So in all of these experiences, what you can probably tell is that the forcing and the pushing 
and this trying to like cram my way into the doggy door, like was never necessary and just created more suffering. And in all of the experiences, I mean, first of all, everything worked out either way, whether I forced or I didn't, but typically it worked out better when I didn't. And like the, none of that, like forcing or pushing was necessary. And when I trusted the open doors and the unknown of what was on the other side, it always ended up flowing better than my mind would have been able to control. And so when something you're doing, if, if this is feeling resonant, if you're like, oh, this like really resonates and you want to kind of step more into flow and ease and more joy and open up to more joy in your life. This has been a super, super, super powerful way for me to do that. So if it feels good for you, like start playing with this, start practicing, like when something you're doing or a decision you're making starts to feel like you're squeezing through a doggy door. (laughs) I'm like, love. it's like so fun that like, you probably know if you've done an inner voice session, and if you haven't, like it is truly so beyond life-changing. If your intuition's calling you to it, go to madisonarnholt.com slash inner voice, and you could book a session or a package there. If you feel called to it, I would love to have you, but I just love that the intuition really comes through a lot of times for many people in metaphors and images. And it's like, my mind never would have said it in the way of like, don't go through the doggy door, go through the open door. So profound to experience it in that way, because now I have like, such a crystal clear way for myself to know when I'm going against my alignment and my flow, because my intuition gave me this very clear, like, does it feel like a doggy door? It doesn't. And like, it's once I'm become aware in the moment, it's very obvious to tell, like, is this a doggy door or is this not? So when something starts feeling like a doggy door, when you become aware right, sometimes we're trying to squeeze through and force through and push through, and we aren't aware. So we'll just keep doing it and probably maybe not become aware until we've like suffered enough to real for it to like wake us like back up or maybe not maybe we can continue becoming aware sooner which we can as we practice this so see if you can become aware and see if you can kind of pause back off the trying to squeeze through and ask yourself what is the now open door what feels like an open door right now And if you don't know what the open door is, but you do know what feels like a doggy door, see if you can wait, don't go through the doggy door, stop doggy dooring and sit with the discomfort of not knowing what's going to flow and see what happens. Cause I guarantee you it's going to work out and it will work out probably a lot better than had you continued trying to squeeze through the doggy door. And this doesn't mean that something that feels like a doggy door right now won't be the open door in five minutes or tomorrow or next week or next year, or something that's an open door right now won't later feel like a doggy door or something that starts as an open door. When, you know, some things like sometimes alignment and flow, like can run its course through a certain action or experience, and then it's done. And the mind likes to think repetition is its key to maintaining that alignment. So we'll keep repeating the same thing it was doing to get alignment, thinking alignment will keep coming, but sometimes the now alignment shifts. And so it's kind of like fine tuning into like knowing when an open door has then become a doggy door and then kind of back off and say, okay, what's the now open door. So to summarize, (laughs) 
become aware when you're go trying to bang down a door or go through, squeeze yourself through the doggy door and it's like, I'm just trying to like weasel my way through, even though I'm not fitting, it's not really flowing. It's not really fun. It's not really feeling good. See if you can become aware, pause, ask yourself what feels like the open door. What is the now open door and allow yourself to see what happens when you take the next open door and the next open door and the next open door. And I have a feeling you are going to really enjoy that experience because then it's like going through the door, not only feels so much better and so much more fun, but it's also what's on the other side of the door is also feels better. And it's also more fun. And it's not about like having no negative feelings or no, like, suffering. It's just recognizing when we're like unnecessarily creating that for ourselves because our mind thinks that that's what has to be done. It's like, according to who? (laughs) So I'm really excited for you to play with this. Feel free to message me on Instagram at madison.arnholt. And if you're not following me there, come follow me. I've started posting a lot more. I had kind of taken a hiatus a lot of last year, but I'm kind of back on Instagram. So I'd love for you to come hang um, and message me if you try this, if you have any good juicy stories of when you're recognizing the donkey door, when you shift into the open door and kind of how that unfolds for you, I would absolutely love to hear And I hope you have a beautiful, amazing, magical, open door rest of your day. And may you become aware of when you're doggy dooring and have the awareness to flow into the next open door. So that is all for this week. I will see you on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Magnetically You podcast. If this episode served you, I ask that you share it with someone who it could make a difference for or share it on social media and tag me at Magnetically You. Make sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss any of the magic and it would mean the world to me if you would leave a review on iTunes. Thank you so, so much from the bottom of my heart for being here and I will see you in the next episode.